again to another episode of the Horizon Roundtable. I am Bob McDonald, and joining me is my co-host, Matt Dudek. Hey there, everybody. Matt, you can find on Twitter at Horizon Matt. You can follow us on Twitter at Horizon RT. You can follow us on the web at HorizonRoundtable.com. And be sure to subscribe to us wherever podcasts are found. And, and Matt, it was quite a week. Bob, I feel <laughs> and like we I are saw now you. Ter- it's now tournament time, man. I feel like I saw you weeks ago, but turns out it was only we're recording this on a Monday, which is not usual for us, but we needed to because of Selection Sunday. Yes. So like it feels like forever ago, but it was only a week. Indeed. That's true. I mean, wow, yeah, that's like yeah, I mean like A lot and, has happened in that week too. It like really yeah, it really has. Cause, you know, obviously, you know, at Indy was was awesome. By the Crown way. champion. We did. That wasn't the only thing, obviously. A couple of champions, mind you. <laughs> that wasn't the only thing, by the way. Oh, yeah. We should probably bring that up, shouldn't we? Probably. <laughs> um, I don't know. Is it, I don't know. Is that, are, we, are, we, are we hunting for clicks now? Uh, you know, that's what we've been accused <laughs> of. Might, might, might as well fucking enjoy it. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, um. So yeah, Monday, Monday and Tuesday were the 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 semi were the semifinals and finals in Indy. Um, obviously, it came down to you know Northern Kentucky beat Youngstown State and uh, Cleveland State uh, beat uh, beat Milwaukee. And incidentally, um, in the post game, I can't believe this this actually happened. We Twice. we bro- we broke news, Matt. Yeah, we broke freaking news. Yes, we broke on Monday night at like midnight. I think I was taking my dogs out and tweeting about Bart Lundy saying that, and we were the only. We were like there was like three people there because it was like twelve thirty at night. Late that they got the they got the invitation to go to the CBI. So yeah, and that's gonna be. We're gonna talk about CBI and such at at, at the end of this. Indeed, this we recording, are. But that that's relevant. To what yeah, I have to is, say, and I have a lot to say on this topic, which I can't believe yes. I have a lot to say on CEI, but we'll get to that. I I have a feeling later. that you did, but that but, that was that was actually only the second most awesome thing that happened during the press press conferences. The obviously the first most awesome thing was you know was Jared Calhoun. You know what? I'm going to take you a step further. Jared Calhoun for us was really really cool, but you know what I think selfishly was even cooler was Chris Kilsmeyer for Kyle because yes. that that dude deserves it like you and I don't deserve anything we're just peace you know we're, we're just here doing our thing Bob but yes. Kyle has busted his ass for for Cleveland State exactly. for women's hoops year in and year out and for Chris Kilsmeyer in his NCAA I guess we're going to the NCAA tournament speech to stop what he's doing and thank Kyle for the work he's done man is that an unappreciated moment for me on that week by the way, uh, by the way, all of these videos are on the Horizon League, the Horizon League's YouTube channel. The Chris Kilsmeyer comments to Kyle Rossi are at the 13-minute mark of the uh, of the Cleveland State Finals press conference. So, if you want to hear all of that in its in its entirety, we encourage you to do that because and you know is, what? If you don't, I'm is... I'm going to recap it for you. Chris Kilsmeyer stopped essentially answering questions about the NCAA tournament because Kyle asked him a question related and wanted to think. Kyle for the work he's done and damn it that felt good I was in that yes. press conference and man I was beaming from ear to ear for on Kyle's behalf absolutely that was great that was out that was that was outstanding somehow uh, it was cooler than Jared Calhoun doing pretty much the same thing the night before to thank us for the work that we we do 
which yes. was pretty awesome too. I'm not going to lie. And the fact that, you know, Jared Calhoun's like, I've had a lot of time to listen lately. I've been listening to the podcast. Thanks for all your guys' work. Like, <laughs> Jared Calhoun. I, I'm, I'm happy and sad for you all at the same time, coach. <laughs> um, so, you know, there were, there were, obviously there were also games played. <laughs> I guess, but you know. Um, so yeah, Northern Kentucky came out on top. And Northern Kentucky is heading to the NTA tournament. And Cleveland State is, you know what? It's funny because, you know, I, I know we're going to talk about this in a moment. But this is, we have not had this in a while where the top four teams in the conference are going to some sort of, it going to some sort of. Something. Uh, they're they're some playing basketball. They're not done. And, and they're doing this, in, 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 they're doing this this year where there is no, there. There's always been the NTA tournament. There's always been the NIT. There is a CBI, but they are not doing it in a year where a CIT, the basketball classic, whatever the hell you want to call it. I, I have a few comments of my own. I'm going to leave off of this because I don't want to get sued for libel. That's probably a good call. Yeah. All I know is it involves a craft. Anyway, um... <laughs> You'll have to look, you'll have to listen you'll have to turn that one up for for anyway um yeah so that fourth that fourth third tier tournament doesn't exist but it but in that era in that with that even with that you still have the top four teams the top four teams in the conference are going to a tournament yeah and I love that yeah is it yeah. a multi bit is it is it a multi bit NCA tournament no is it a multi bit NIT no. Well, I mean, but w- given where we're at as a league at the moment, I think the league's I mean, fine. Look, we'll, we'll take know, what we can get. We we have played out over and over. I'm not going down this road. I promise, Bob. I promise, I'm not going down. But like we've played out the neutral site, campus site, blah 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 blah. The, the league is fine. Our top four teams sh- play played in, in Indianapolis like they're supposed to. Cool, great, love everything so far. At least on the men's side. On the women's side, there's a little movement. The men's side, top four teams. Cool. Guess what? Youngstown State didn't show up. And by the time they showed up, it was too late. And you know what? Northern Kentucky took them. Yeah. And that's okay. That's what happens in a tournament. And we've said year or all year, night in and night out, every podcast, we've talked about the parody in this league. Yeah, Youngstown State was probably our best bet for the NCAA tournament. I stand by that. But you know what? Northern Kentucky has played very consistently. And in those two nights in Indy, they were the best team both nights. Very true. Very true. And we were there. We were there, Um, you know, we were there and I mean, yeah, you know what? I want to, I want to segue into, you know, who wasn't there, but you know, I'm not going to do that. We were not going on that road, but we, we, we we don't, we don't need to do that though. So, you know, but yeah, it was great though. I mean, it was, you know, it was, I mean, and maybe it's because I was, my ears were ringing like two hours after the fact, (laughs) but I don't. I don't know. I mean, I'm—I'll be honest with you. I'm—I'm I'm, I don't want to talk about this because I am ambivalent towards whatever the whatever the location is. Format we can have a conversation about it all day, every day. I—I I have my opinions on that. But as far as venue, I don't care, guys. I just Indy, don't. And he was good. And he was good. Is Indy the best venue I've ever been to in my life? No. But you know what? And he was fine, and it provided a great backdrop for for some really good basketball games on the men and the women's side. Very true. Very true. And at indeed. the end end of the day, especially on the men's side, which is what this podcast is largely focusing on, uh, Northern Kentucky was the best team on 
in both the semifinals and the finals. And with that, they now have the NCAA bid. And it sucks that they're a 16 seed. Don't get me wrong. I would love for them not to be. But you know what? 16, 15, 14, it's not that much of a difference, honestly. And Northern Kentucky has played really well. Good for them. Yeah. And the look on those guys' face. You know who my favorite Northern Kentucky uh, person was this, in both nights? And I, I was very happy for them. And I actually caught them in the hallway and, yeah. and said something to them. Was their, their strength and training, uh, strength and conditioning guy. And I don't know his name. But, man, he was just like, I, I rooted for him rooting for them. I loved it. I Yeah. I uh, Yeah. I mean, there's, you're, there, you know, there are plenty of guys to root for it, on the North Kentucky side. You know, there are. They just are. Um, one person I'm not going to root for is the guy who was like two two seats down from us. <laughs> well, yeah, there's that. But I, that's, I'm not, I'm not uh, getting caught Eddie, up in this stuff. But still. Um, by the yeah, way, was... yeah, I mean, yeah, everybody had a good time, including uh, oh, one of the who was the assistant coach for the NKU, um, his kid who brought the oh, with, brought the, his... with the cars. That was great. Uh, Eric, I gotta, I gotta um, say, I think Eric, Eric, Howell. Uh, Eric Howell. Thank you. Yes, that's great. Love that. We had fun. Um, we had fun I'm, with it. I'm gonna out Bob here too. Okay. Sorry, Bob. I'm gonna throw oh. you under the bus. And. Yeah. Right. What else is new? Bob had the opportunity. To ask Marquez Marquez Warwick's mother a question that we could have then taken to Marquez Warwick oh, in the press conference. Such a missed opportunity. Such a missed opportunity. And she was so happy too. I mean, yeah, it's a, happy but, for it, them, happy for everybody. But but Bob, you had the chance I to did, ask Marquez Warwick a question it. in the I press conference from his mother. I know. And, and I blew it. I totally blew it because you had one. Because you were talking to Spider Johnson's mom, but he wasn't there for the press conference. Which yeah, is yeah, which also was fantastic. You were there, you had it, man. I was uh, ready. I know, totally missed opportunity, but yeah, um, Bob, that's that's on you. I, I don't know what else to say about that. <sighs> well, you know, if they're around, maybe 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 next year, because you know, Marco's work's going to be around next year. Actually, I mean, most of them are. Honestly, most of them most are. Most of that team uh, is back. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, Trayvon Faulkner is like 38 years old, so he should probably graduate and move on. But Faulkner, like everybody, yeah, Faulkner's a obviously Faulkner's out of eligibility, and so is Chris Brandon. But everybody else, I mean, and we'll talk Chris about Bra- the Chris yeah. Brandon was an unsung hero on the week. Yeah, he was a yeah. I yeah, he had in that first game he had 17 rebounds, and he that was he was insane. Deflections and offensive rebounds are something that uh, Northern Kentucky keeps track of important to them they are as evidenced by uh by the by, whiteboard uh, by the whiteboard as evidenced by the whiteboard <laughs> so yeah we had a good, um, we had a good time I, I hope that uh horizon roundtable and horizon league fans in general are able to follow along with us a little bit we we tried to make it fun you know that there's a general mishmash of people doing what they do and that's kind of everyone's doing the same thing so we tried to provide kind of some of the yeah, other side. One of thing it. I didn't. One thing apparently I missed was the Simon says guy at halftime of the second um, game. You look. I got to be honest. Um, I <laughs> caught him at the women's game somewhere and a men's game in the semis. I wasn't impressed with Simon says guy. That said, bouncing on face guy, bouncing all of the object like big freaking ladders and things on face. No, I wasn't. I that one that one legitimately scared me, so I did not actually want to watch that because that looked like a that one looked like way too many opportunities for somebody to get hurt. 
especially that dude. But he's I, obviously a professional, and you know, he 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 definitely was. He, he I never worried about his very, safety. It was the floor's safety. Like I could just see something happening, and them having to like replace floor and like parts of the game getting delayed. Like I don't know, but everything went well, and dude, dude, dude handled his business. Like cool. Uh, you know what? I had a good time in India. I really did. You know who else I got to shout out? And I know he's never going to – I knew who else I got to shout out here. And I know he's never going to listen. David Glazier from the News Herald. I I knew this was going to be a Cleveland Cleveland thing. Now, I have now – to be fair, I have known known David Glazier for going on 25, 26 years. And I'm dating myself at this point. Um, Dude, when, when nobody else would, by the way. He was there, and I, I don't know if he was on his own dime or not. I assume he was because, you know, News Herald's cheap as hell. Yeah. But he came in and covered both of those games, all, all, both the men's and the women. And he was there the whole time, and he was great. And I am just another story, man. <laughs> but he was he was awesome. I mean, that was I, – I, I'm glad I saw him. I mean – Again, I, I we don't we're not part of the Horizon League yet. Although Dan, we talked, get back to me. Um, <laughs> but shout out to, to Dan Glad um, from the Horizon League. He does a great job running communications and things there. Um, really appreciate him his help with us all week and getting us there and all those kind of stuff. But uh, what I was gonna say is, um, I mean, everybody really did, did their part, and it, it was a it was a great tournament. Um, from the horizon league standpoint, you know, it's, it is cool walking past Julie Rolash, like trying not to make eye contact. Cause I'm kind of scared. Cause she's the commissioner of the horizon league and her being like, Hey Matt, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, Oh, hi, Julie. You do know who I am. I don't know if that's good or bad, but here we are. Um, horizon league had, uh, was his, um, asking questions and a lot of press conferences, uh, Jimmy, um, uh, what was his name? Oh, um, Oh, crud. Uh, who was asking? I'm sorry. Which uh, part? Sorry. He, he was fr- he was asking questions for horizonleague.org or .com. I um, can't remember the guy's name. Dude, dude was like a, just just a walking almanac. Like, really appreciated his work. You know, like I said, just. Yeah. Oh, and I, shout I, out I to Joel Wetzel. We re- Joel Wetzel. We met, ran into him. John um, Nolan was there. Um, John Nolan. Greg Rickshaw was. Rick, was Because uh, I suck. Greg Rickshaw <laughs> was um, doing. Uh, the press conferences most of the time like yeah unfortunately who was the other guy i don't even remember who he was i'm sorry i got the name yeah that's okay anyway, but, like, by the end we were like everybody knows who everybody is yeah great um except northern kentucky guy that really just wanted to like bro out with northern kentucky right in front of us in the press conference but that's neither here nor there yeah you i know, mean you can't win them all they won they, yeah you know what yeah they won and um, I made Marquez Warwick laugh in the press conference after they won a championship, which is really all I wanted. Like, I got a smile out of him, so like that was fun. Yeah, you were like, you're, you're like convinced that he's like the serious guy and whatnot. He was, yeah, I've seen him he smile was serious. I, I broke him. <laughs> uh, Go watch that. That was your board. It was, it was fun. We, we had a good time. I think we represented ourselves and what we do here very well. We had such positive feedback uh, from coaches, from players, from parents from from everybody from the horizon league itself like good yeah, work bob was, good work matt yeah <laughs> good work good work kyle yeah dude. <laughs> kyle. damn good work sir <laughs> and he's not done kyle is going to the ncaa tournament in, uh, in philadelphia with the csu women um we're, we're he's working out those details but like he deserves oh, that yeah 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, yes. The uh, Cleveland State women will be in uh, Philadelphia playing Villanova. Uh, we do not have a, an, a writer going with NKU to the NCAA tournament. Is that correct, Larry, or anybody's not going with that we know of? No, that's in Birmingham, so no. We we have no Birmingham folks, it doesn't seem like. I'm not in Birmingham, not Birmingham. Wait, I'm Wait. I'm talking out loud. I know you're you're thinking of Jaguar guy, and I don't know if he how where because uh, Jaguar guy is in Alabama. I don't know where in Alabama he is. So, I mean, <laughs> these are things we probably should talk about off. Oh, well, I know, I know. Well, I know for sure we don't have a Daytona guy. So, but so anyway. It's okay. So let's we'll talk. Started. So let's let's get into the let's get into the NCAs. We we know who's going where. Right? We let's go in the postseason. We know who's going where now. Yeah. Um, so uh, yes. Yeah, so it's, we just spoiled it. Um, <laughs> spoiled it. It was done like five days ago, and we've already had selection Sunday. Yeah, that's true. Uh, shout out to Greg Gumble for telling everybody that Houston beat Cleveland State to get to the tournament. Yeah, close enough. <laughs> No, Houston beat Cleveland State in the first round of the 2021 NCAA tournament. And now Houston gets to play another Horizon League team in Birmingham with people this time. Um, yeah, um, I remember last, I remember two years ago. Um, woof. <laughs> yeah. That was, that was kind of brutal. Um, what's interesting though is that and I said this two years ago, and it remains pretty true that Kelvin Sampson, when it comes to defense, is really good. Yeah. American 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 uh, American American Athletic Conference Finals, notwithstanding, because Penny Hardaway beat him. That notwithstanding, that is a at certain point, and they are, if I'm not mistaken, Houston, I believe, is currently ranked first in the country and they have the their net they are the number one net ranked team so yay <laughs> oddly yeah. enough not the overall number one t- team that's gonna oh, be a that, tough out yeah that is gonna be a yeah that's gonna be really tough um because they have weapons upon weapons upon weapons and some of the weapons i saw two years ago yeah they're still here yeah so that's going to be a big one. Um, can, is it impossible? I would say not necessarily, but it's going to be a tough road to hoe. <laughs> For real. Yeah. Yeah. So that one's going to be at 920 Eastern on TNT. So basically we don't have to figure out. So basically I, I know every year we've tried to figure out where true TV is. We don't have to worry about it for NKU Houston. Which is nice. I can live with that. I can absolutely live with that. I, for, I I think I don't have it off the top of my head. We've got a good announce crew. That's cool. I remember Grant Hill yes. was part of it. We, we've got, we've got good things happening. We do. Yes. Oh, you know what? Dude, speaking of announce crews, not to re- I, we have to rewind momentarily back to Indy. Okay. Jordan, Jordan freaking Burnfield. Yes. We completely... And Mark Adams, and which by the way apparently was the last uh, was the last game he did that to this year, was the was the Horizon League uh, finals. That guy, like wow. I mean, yeah, we got to and yeah, we we did met, we met him too. So hopefully we will work on getting him here, if you yeah. will. 
We'll work it. We that that is a yeah. Mark Adams is is one of those guys you one of those guys we've been penciling in to see who exactly and when exactly we can get him in. But yeah. So anyway, and Jordan Vernfield, you know he was he was great as always. But um, anyway, yeah. So um, back to back to Houston. <laughs> Jumping around the country. He, yeah, I know. All right, we it's my fault. I, admit, I I can't believe we missed him. That's on me. That's on me. Okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, so so Houston has Marcus Sasser. Now I think Marcus Sasser's a little dinged up right now. So I don't know if he's gonna be of I don't know his status for the first round. I believe he should be good. Um I don't know, yeah. So that that might be I don't know if it's gonna matter, honestly. Um, but yeah, Marcus Sasser is their guy, uh, their top scorer. And again, as far as as far as Houston is concerned, they basically they they got four guys who average double digits, and that's about it. And they got you know they they are a very good team, and they always have been. I mean, you know the 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 one. I mean, they got the Jawan Roberts. The dude jumps out the gym. So him and him and Chris Brandon are gonna have a fun time. I haven't scouted Houston, so I'm kind of just letting you go here because I look at Houston and I know, I mean, generally that they're a very good team, but I haven't scouted them a whole lot. Um, I, I don't know what NKU does to win this game. Yeah. I uh, hate that answer, but that's just being real. That's the reality. I'm not sure what the answer would be. No, I get it. I get it. I mean, but yeah, Marcus Sasser's a load. I mean, I you know I saw him two years ago when Houston played Cleveland State, and he he was he was dominant, and that's an understatement, by the way. Yeah. And the other thing too with Houston, and this should sound familiar to Horizon League fans, they play a lot of guys. <laughs> they do. I mean, yeah, they got five guy, only four guys who average double digits. They have most of the team plays like ten minutes or more. Not even kidding. Must be nice to have a lot of Div 1 talent, huh? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, Kelvin Sampson's been doing it. And that team, too, and again, that team two years ago that Cleveland State, that, that they beat Cleveland State, that was a Final Four team, too. You know who else was almost on that Houston team? <laughs> Antoine Davis. Oh, we're just going to jump to this now. Uh, we don't have to. I just wanted to, you know, put that out into the uh, the world here. Well, um, yeah, we'll 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 talk about Antoine in a minute. Okay, not yet, not yet. But yeah, Antoine Davis was almost on uh, that Houston team as well. He was. Times. That is true. So, um, so I think that's going to be the big challenge for Northern Kentucky is that they go that deep. That they go, they run. That rotation is ten deep. They got ten guys who average ten or more points, uh, ten or more minutes a game, and. And they could probably beat you any which way they can. And I think that's going to be a major challenge for them. Can can Northern Kentucky square up against this team that is very deep? <laughs> I guess it, that's going to be the challenge, basically. And I think, you know, again, I, I freely admit that I'm not a Houston basketball expert, but I think that's what one of the things between... I mean, honestly, I'm basing all of my stuff from like two years ago when they beat the crap out of Cleveland State. So, I mean... That's fair. 
I mean, not exactly, not exactly, you know, I'm, I'm not exactly like, you know, dealing with current knowledge at the moment. I mean, any team that NKU plays at this point is going to be much deeper than any Horizon League yeah. team. And that that's the thing, like you're talking about with depth and everything is, I think NKU is going to struggle with that. Yes, yes. And I think that's going to be the big thing. I mean, that is going to be the big thing for NKU, you know, just handling that that deep rotation and then keeping Jawan Juwan Roberts off the boards, among other people, but definitely him first. So I think that that matchup and big thing definitely is going to be keeping Chris Brandon out of foul trouble because this is this is unfortunately a perfect opportunity for him to get into foul trouble early. Absolutely. So that could be a major issue. And then also, you know, you, you, the, well, not just for him, but also, you know, Emmanuel Zorgval also potentially foul prone. And you may end up in, this is a Houston team where if you mess around too much, L, the freshman L.J. Wells is going to be in the game for an extended period of time. That's a lot of pressure to put on a freshman. It's a lot. So, so that's going to be their. That's going to kind of be their game plan, and you know, find a way to you know, find a way to stop Marcus Sasser, and then find a way um, to control the paint without fouling. Major deal. That's a lot to ask. Yeah, it is, especially if you know. So, not impossible, but very improbable. Yes, I think that's I'm a trying good way to, to be optimistic, it. but this is the Horizon League where optimism goes to die. But we're Sorry, trying. guys. We're trying. We you are know, trying. NKU, NKU is very a very well coached. They they play a very Absolutely. disciplined game, um, and it's gonna you know if they can control things and keep it to their game somehow. They have a chance. They're 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 a nice machine. They really are. They are. They are indeed. And like I said, most of these guys are coming back next year. So yeah. So at the very least, it's going to be a good learning experience for Northern Kentucky, especially when you come in the next year and you guys have then they have the you know who is who is coming back. You you are going to have to replace Chris Brandon. You are going to have to replace Xavier Rose. You are going to have to com- replace Trayvon Faulkner, but I think they got some folks in the hopper already. So, yeah. So let us move on then to the NIT, which by virtue of winning the regular season title, Youngstown State is participating in. But, Matt, Youngstown State is getting a home game. Yeah. Yes, I love because... scheduling this time of year. So, um, and Matt, they're playing a team you you might be a little familiar with. That's a team I've seen once or twice in my uh, recent recent past. So you may have a little bit of insight. So, uh, so in the NIT, the um, Youngstown State is playing Oklahoma State, and if that sounds familiar to you, Oklahoma State also played at the arena this year. Do you think at the beginning of this year, Oklahoma State would have laughed at you if you said, you're going to have to travel to two Horizon League schools in your travels? Well, you know, yeah, that's kind of problematic for you. But that's, here's the thing, though. Uh, Oklahoma State, guys. by the way, is the – is because uh, NIT does it weird. They do have, like, two te- – they have, like, two regions 
and two number one seed. They have one. They seed it one through eight, and then everybody else is just kind of a jumble. Oh sure, so, the big league can have an, an NIT uh, tournament, but they can't host the Horizon League tournament. So anyway, <laughs> so um, so Oklahoma State. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> My God. So Oklahoma State is the is the, there are two one seeds here Oklahoma State and Rutgers Oklahoma State is the one seed but they have to go they they have to go to Youngstown State they have to travel to Beagley which can get which bit I mean you know for say what you will about the facilities but you know please keep the burgers at home Oklahoma guys team to bring like some hot dog buns so when when Beagley throws hamburger hot dog buns them, Matt hamburger hot dog buns. They're hamburgers. Antoine said hamburgers, therefore I say hamburgers. Okay, fine. Bring buns, guys. <laughs> so, um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, they they were uh, Oklahoma State was actually considered uh, is considered the one of the first four out. Um, they were not picked. I think uh, Nevada got in before they ahead of them, and so therefore they're. Uh, so therefore, their uh, consolation prize is the one seed in the NIT. But the downside is they have to travel because their home arena is booked. Whoops! Bummer for them. Good news for Youngstown State. Youngstown State so, said we can host. We don't mind. Absolutely, absolutely. Bring it um, on. So, so what can you tell? Like, is there anything you remember about Oklahoma State from the uh, from the Oakland game that you, you can tell us about this well, team? What I remember from that game is uh, they were bigger, stronger, faster than uh, Oakland in all facets, and they were better at basketball. Um, I remember that being a big part of that game. Was uh, yeah, they were better at basketball. So that was uh, that was a thing that Oakland had to deal with. Now the one thing about now, as I understand it, the one thing about the one thing with Oklahoma State is they injuries have been a problem for them. Although the one thing that hasn't been a problem for them is Musa Cisse. He was. Man, good. I remember that guy. He was good. He was very good. If remember I that remember bigger, correctly. stronger, faster thing I was talking about? It was all him, actually. <laughs> I mean, that makes sense. It makes sense. I get it. I get it. The big no, thing, I mean, yeah. they were a very athletic team. They uh, were clearly built differently than than Oakland was, especially Oakland beginning of the year. Yeah. So um, here's the other, and incidentally, here is the and and Oklahoma State, incidentally, also a team that goes really deep in their bench. They go. They also go ten deep. I will say that I feel that Youngstown this year. Yeah, playing in the NIT is in a lot of ways kind of similar to Oakland was last year, which mm-hmm. beat Oklahoma State. Yes. At Oklahoma State. So, um, you know, if Cohill and, and crew show up, which they really didn't, they didn't against NKU until it was way too late. But if they can start that game well, mm-hmm. they have a they have a good chance. I'm I'm I won't I'm not going to be surprised. I will say this: it, it it appears that Oklahoma State, uh, Oakland game notwithstanding, um, not really a prolific scoring team. <laughs> to be true, to be to be clear, um, which they're going to need to be against Youngstown. Youngstown likes yeah, to score. Absolutely, they like I to mean, move the ball quickly. 
and they're going to need that. They're going to need that deep bench. They are going to absolutely need that deep bench because Youngstown's going to run on them. I mean, that 91 point, that 91 points they dropped on Oakland was the most they had all season. Oh, go they figure. Didn't, they is didn't, this yeah, is they, it turning into an Oakland doesn't play defense thing? Yet? No, I'm just kidding. I don't know what was going on with Oakland but on that on that particular day. On but, any yeah. day, but that's a different conversation. Not, not, yeah, that was a that was a whole other thing. <laughs> yeah, they were. Yeah, they did. You know, the, volume scoring is not a signature for this for this uh, for this um, Oklahoma State team. But defense sure is. <laughs> and Cisse is not the only person who could kill you either. By the way. I mean, they they got a whole but they got a whole bunch of trees up there too. So um, that's going to be a big thing for them. Musa Cisse, though, that you know, dude, seven one. You just like saying those things. I love saying it. it's like Musa Cisse. Um, also, shout out um, Mike Boyton, the uh, co- coach for Oklahoma State. Um, he did the uh, press conference after that game, which it's rare to get the the away coach in. Uh, Sure. He's uh, from Michigan or had Michigan ties, maybe a uh, coach somewhere in Michigan. I can't remember what it was, but he had Michigan ties. Um, cool dude. It was hard. It was hard to not like and him. It's probably you know? why he came in because he was, because, you know, he got a little bit of home cook in there. There, there was something with, with Michigan ties to him. I remember him mentioning. In, 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 yeah. Yeah. In the that makes sense. There. So, um, he's he was a good coach. You know, Oklahoma State's kind of struggled a little bit, but they also had a lot of things going on. So, you know, like that is true. But again, they have to come. To, they, but again, they have to come to. They have to come to uh, Youngstown. Youngstown. So, hey. By the way, apparently the. Uh, by the way, I like to point out apparently Oklahoma State. Uh, Oklahoma State's website crashed somewhere along the lines. Love that. So that's fun. Gotta love that. Oh, sorry. Yes, that is true. But yeah, that is going to be an interesting. I, I think it's going to be an interesting matchup because um, the big thing for them is going to be just keeping, just keeping Youngstown State from just shooting the lights out. That's going to be their thing. So. And like I said, they're going to be, you know, I, I know their 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 you know their health is an issue in certain spots, um, so that that might play in the fact that might play in as well. But you add in that, and you add in the Youngstown State, you know, gets it gets a home court advantage. You know, that's an opportunity for an upset right there. It's it's a Bruin. So, but they're not the only ones still uh, playing in the postseason. We have two other teams we definitely need to hit on without this getting, you know, super super long here. Yeah. So yeah, as we mentioned at the be, you know, at the near the beginning of the podcast, Milwaukee is going to the CBI, and so is Cleveland State. Yeah. Hey. So yeah, we were yeah, apparently. I guess Al Pulaski had mentioned that Cleveland State was going to the CBI, and then nobody can confirm it until yesterday. And Al by Pal yesterday, I mean Sunday. Yeah, Al Pulaski knew. He knew. He knew. That's all you need. We, 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 we I, yeah, I won't. And that's on us. We, sh- we should have at least we did to ask. We were, yes. we were sidetracked. We were sidetracked. That's our, that's our fault. But yeah, so yes, the, um, so the CBI in Daytona is going to has sixteen teams, and they feature two Cleveland, uh, two, you know, two Horizon League teams, Cleveland State and uh, and Milwaukee, and they're both playing a Sun teams. 
Wait, in a little, say, in a little bit of an impromptu A Sun Horizon League challenge. Did you say two Horizon League teams in, two in the Horizon CBI? Team. In the CBI, two, just only two, two. Matt. only two, just only two. two. Yeah, but, but they th- no, I I heard that Detroit had had an invite and they just had to accept. No, that is not what happened. Clearly. Is is this is no. this my moment? Do I do I get do I is, is now the time? Let, you know what? Let it rip. Y'all, I have no sources on this. It was <laughs> very, very clear and obvious, and why these conversations were existing elsewhere, I don't understand. Except for somebody just saying things and somebody else running with them. Someone that I usually really really like, but so I'm not gonna throw them too far under this bus. But like, it was very clear that teams were getting CBI invites. In, in advance and basically being told if this happens, then you have a CBI invite. That's why Milwaukee was able to tell us right after their quarterfinal loss that we are accepting. Yes, we are accepting. And Bart Lundy said in our press conference that yes, they are taking it because they already had an invite. Cleveland state already had an invite. Yeah. The idea of Antoine Davis and Detroit mercy playing and the, the breaking of the record that would have come with it probably did appeal to, to the CBI but the reality is Detroit never had an invite. They weren't welcome in that tournament because that tournament has at times taken teams under 500, but didn't mm-hmm. have to this year. That, that, that tournament is at a higher level than it has been in the past. Good for the CBI. But the reality and is... By the, way, uh, by the way, shout out to the CBI for getting a sponsor that wasn't Roman this year. Yeah. Go ahead, keep going. No, but like... <laughs> There was zero reason to invite the CB. Oh, their net ranking was higher than four of the team. Who cares? Your team was like four or five games under 500. You didn't win games when it mattered. Like, I wanted Antoine Davis to break the record. I'm a big Antoine Davis fan because I'll never have to see him play Oakland again. Cool. I'm now an Antoine Davis fan. I wanted these things for him. But the reality is Detroit never had an invite. They weren't welcome in this tournament. They, they were the booty call just in case something happened in case the well was dry and they needed another team. They, yeah, we could have Detroit. There's at least a storyline. They wanted better teams. They got better teams. I'm sorry. That's like, and it was very clear from the get go that that's what was happening. And anybody saying otherwise, I don't understand. Like the, the facts are the facts and they were out there for you from the beginning. That's it. In this PS8 thing, that was weird because we were looking at the PS8 website with with where it was going to happen and sponsorships and all these things. And then 20 minutes later, it was gone in March 2024. It was all just a landing page. Like, oh, by the way, I'm glad you were able to find that because I did not see that. I I did not realize that. And that was, by the way, Bradenton, Florida. uh, And I did not know this. And you did. um, Home of the IMG Academy. Correct. So, yeah, I did not. I didn't see that coming, but it didn't exist anyway. So, but but for a little while, their website, like I said, was fleshed out. They had sponsorships. They were telling everybody what was happening on campus, where, why, when. They, they were ready to roll a tournament. They just didn't have eight teams. No. Okay. So they're gonna punt. Okay. And what that really means is, CBI has two Horizon League teams, the two that should be there. Yeah. And that's it. And. Antoine Davis isn't going to break Pete Maravich's record. No, he's he is three not. points short. Short. That yeah. sucks. I mean, it is what, what it is, man. You got yeah. you know you got as far as you're gonna get. It's okay. 
it's okay. But it's okay. You've gotten you got closer than literally anybody else. Seriously, you got closer than anybody else. Yeah. I mean, what else do you say? Like, good career, man. But your yeah. team wasn't your your team wasn't good enough for the CBI this year. Okay. That's fine. Like, I'm I'm not even being like normal. I hate Detroit Mercy person. That's not even who I'm being right now. I'm being very, very honest. Good for you guys for for doing what you did, Antoine. Like especially like your family, all all the good stuff. But end of the day, the team wasn't good enough to play one more game, and that's what you needed. Yeah. Well, here's my question. Honestly, here's my other. Well, here's my other question: Is that you know now that Detroit Mercy season's done, what exactly are they doing? Because yikes. Well, and that's the next question. And um, I, like I said, if it's okay for the last minute or two here, you know, just to kind of look at some future stuff. Um, yeah. You know, we're recording on Monday, and uh, the transfer portal opened up today. Indeed, it did. And honestly, a little, uh, yeah, a little bit of slow activity for a Monday. I mean, we knew that, uh, you know, even even on the Green Bay end. And by the way, by the time you listen to this, hey, they may actually have a coach. The green um, smoke but- might go up. The green smoke might go up. We're looking for it. Um, the green smoke better come up on the Fear the Phoenix podcast, by the way. They need to do that one. Um, I don't know why anyway. we all don't do it. Anyway. You know, anyway. Um, because we're haters, Matt. We are haters. That's what we are. Anyway. Um, but, you know, so far only two names, uh, Randy Tucker and uh, Garen Davis. Um, they're the only two who have entered the portal so far. I'm guessing everybody else has taken a wait and see approach, but again, it's Monday and you know, anything's possible, but man, I want to talk about Oakland for a moment. I maybe specifically the article you wrote. On who's, uh, first who's, off. Who's, okay. The article I wrote is, you know, something people look forward to. So I wrote it. Great. I don't true. remember half of these answers. Like why I thought Brody Parker would still be here is beyond me because I knew Brody Parker wasn't going to be here. That was just stupid writing. So I'll, I'll take the loss there. Um, but yeah, I mean, Here's the thing. Everyone, oh, my God, Oakland on the first day has six six spots between – well, two kids graduated. That means you did your job. Jalen Moore, thank you. Uh, Keaton Hervey, great job. One year, he got his master's. Okay, they're moving on. And then mm-hmm. four transfers on the first day. That sounds like a lot. And then you realize that the total minutes played from those four was about 12, and most of those were Will Shepard, yeah. a couple from Brody Parker. Like, True. It's it's what what's to be expected. Like, it sucks, yeah. but that's just – that's to be expected. Yeah, I mean it's yeah, I mean when you, when you looked at that, yeah, you definitely. I wasn't entirely surprised by any of the names that were there because again, how many they didn't they didn't play a lot of minutes. So nobody outside of me knows who Darius Sherman is, which is too bad because man, could the kid jo- like had those kind of ups in the flight on it where you you just like that kid is a Harlem Globetrotter Harlem Globetrotter waiting to happen someday. My yes. goodness. So yeah, I mean, a south side. So, but yeah, he, he couldn't get on the floor. He couldn't get that, on the that floor. That tells so. you that the rest of the game wasn't there. Yeah, and that sucks. But you know what? Good for him. I hope he transfers down and gets some playing time and puts put puts up some more highlight reels and finds a career dunking. Because my goodness, can the kid dunk? Yeah, but yeah. So so that has kind of been the kind of the hallmark for day one of the transfer portal. A lot of t- a lot of players in the Horizon League who didn't get a lot of minutes, who are now transferring uh, or are entering the portal. Because I think Tristan Jeffries from Robert Morris was another one. Uh, Boston Stanton. Stanton, Last of the Iron Six. But he didn't really see very many minutes this year, did he? No, he didn't. He did not. 
no. So he he's heading out outward. Um, some kid named Alex Garcia. I think his name is Alex Garcia. I probably don't even remember. I'm probably not even saying his. I'm probably not even. I'm probably not even getting the kid's first name right. He didn't play at all for Wright State. Yeah. So you know who is back for Wright State though. Go ahead. Trey Calvin. So that is huge. Now, um, so in a couple of in the regular season, and and uh, I want to say it was Chris Collins who had alluded to um, Trey Calvin next year and. He was operating under the assumption, and I believe he had actually communicated that Trey Calvin was going to be back next year for Wright State. He has the extra year, and you know he could go anywhere. Well, he I, I give props to Trey Calvin because right off the bat, right on that Monday, right on the first day the portal opens, he tweets out he is coming back to Wright State next year. And there's a couple, reasons, no doubt, a couple of reasons why that's huge. First off. You have to imagine that he kind of looked at, at, at Tanner Holden at Ohio State now and realized transferring might not be yeah. a good idea for my future. So that's the first part of it. The second part is, and Campy talked about this with Jalen Moore last year, is Jalen Moore putting out there that he was coming back pretty early in the portal helped Campy recruit because yeah. now they know that the you know, who's going to be there. So once they can confirm, you know, yeah, you're coming to Wright State and you're going to be playing with um, Trey Calvin and, and Brandon Knoll. Okay, now you're and building AJ Brown. Don't forget about AJ, and AJ Brown. Brown. So, like, you know, now you're building it, – it makes it easier to recruit now. Well, what's interesting is that they he was – I mean, he was kind of the last – he was kind of the big piece because I think everybody else is coming back. Um, Braun's coming back. Noel's coming back. Uh, Hubris is coming back. Uh, Andrew Wellage is coming back. Keaton Norris is coming back. Fink graduated, right? Finky's done, so they are going to have to find a replacement for Finky, but everybody else is coming back, and Trey Calvin was the last piece. So now all they have to – so now basically what – given – again, and again, this is kind of in part and parcel to, you know, the short rotation that, you know, the Scott Nagy runs. I think what will probably end up happening is – because I think I think Wellage and uh, I think Wellage and Finky were kind of you know swapping spots in the rotation. You see, you're gonna I think you're gonna see Wellage more. Um, you know, big question mark is gonna be Amari Davis. What does he look like year two? That's gonna be a big one for you. Um, eh. so yeah, uh, yeah, I know you. <laughs> so yeah, so then it becomes okay. Who do you replace? Who who is going to replace Tim Finke? Is it going to be Andrew Willage? Are you going to bring in somebody else? You don't have a, I mean, and you have scholarships available based on everybody who's graduating. And, you know, you have at least two or three extra spots open. You definitely don't need anybody in the middle. I think you have that one pretty well covered for a while. Good to go. Good to go. So well, you just need, we- to, you need to address the perimeter. Absolutely have to do that. We will get into very shortly in the next couple of weeks, probably we'll start Absolutely. to look at what these teams are going to look like in the future. We're not there yet, but no, we are th- not. those are some big, some that, that, that especially uh, with Trey Calvin. Incidentally, was I was correct. His name is Alex Garcia. Yay. Good job. No, I got, I got nothing there. All right. That's going to wrap it up for us. Um, so next week, I guess we're going to have some other games to be played. And I mean, theoretically we may or may not have con- games after that. So, I don't know. We might we'll be find done. Out. We might be done. We might not be. We, we'll find out. 
We'll see. All right. So yeah. Uh, so yeah. Horizonroundtable.com. Um, hey, we got. We actually have previews for the North uh, Larry Wickle preview for the North Kentucky uh, matchup preview and um, oh crud, uh, Jack Eisenman. He's our. You know, I sw- we we've got. A, he was he was right in Green Bay. Now he's right in Milwaukee. He wrote a he wrote a uh, game piece, um, preview piece on the uh, CPI matchup. So yeah. Horizonroundtable.com. And, of course, you can pull us up wherever podcasts are available. And then, of course, you can pull us up on your Amazon or Google devices. So tune in next week, and I'm sure we'll have plenty to talk about about attorney action. Until then, thank you all for listening.